The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Go time here on a Monday. It is the Players Lounge. Yes, indeedy. Where the two players are Danny McRae's got the day off, and mm-hmm. we got Barry Church, undrafted free agent. Yes, I was. Here. I am merely Newey Scruggs, coming off a fantastic night of WrestleMania. Mm, I wish I was in attendance, man. At AT&T Stadium. Uh, I was there. I took my kid, Chris Beam, our producer, was there. He took his son to it. It was fun, man. Was it as electric as the atmosphere made it seem like? I mean, because on TV, it seemed like it was just man, off the it, chains, it's, man. It's an amazing show. What I liked about taking my daughter, she's not a wrestling fan at all. Okay. This is your youngest one. No, no, it was my middle one. Oh, was your 15, middle? Okay. 15-year-old. Right. And, I, and I just said, it's just going to be a show. And it's a male soap opera. So I would explain a couple of things where, like, this is The Edge, and he's a Hall of Fame wrestler. And so I would, that's Vince McMahon. He owns the company. And so I walked her through different people mm-hmm. about what happened, but just the pyrotechnics and just the way they got after the intros. And oh, yeah. just, you know, the juice is going to be live on right. the intros, man. Gotta so, be. So it was, it was great, man. And it's, it's, and I, and I told her, I said, this is the Super Bowl of wrestling. It is. And I said, this is their big event. It's going to be a great show. And I said, you don't need to know anything. I said, at the end of the night, trust me, you'll just say, this was cool. Which she did. Yeah. Which she did. I I don't know how. Well, I do know how. Um, (laughs) Working at NBC, Peacock. Okay. So they streamed it on the Peacock. Mm -hmm. So they had a suite. They gave me... um, a ticket okay, to come up right, to the suite to right, watch to watch WrestleMania. For my, for they, man. And I said, can I get an extra ticket? I'm like, sure. So we go there. Mm-hmm. They fit us for cowboy boots, man. Like, like you talking about the, okay, let me slide these bad boys up. Okay. Well, so, what size you wear? <laughs> so, right. yeah, so, all right. So, all right, yeah, we're going to fit you for cowboy boots. We'll send them to the house. And, hey, you can't win. You talk about a gift bag? And oh. That's a gift bag. That's a swag bag man. for sure. They had talked to. <laughs> you ain't lying. So I they talked to DE because our, our suite didn't have that. So then it was decked out like the TV show Yellowstone. Okay. So it had a whole Western wear with it, and that was where we got the cowboy boots. And so. Um, so we got that. Food was over there. They had a whole bunch of bourbon tasting. So it was all the bourbon. Bourbon yeah, tastings as well all, as cowboy boots? All the bourbon people wanted to drink. I don't What drink. type of sweet is this? So, yeah, man. <laughs> and so George Kittle came through there for the 49ers. He okay. got fitted for boots. Several um, WWE superstars came through, like Sasha. A whole bunch of folks came through. They would get fitted for boots. Zeke was supposed to be there. Zeke Elliott was supposed to be there, and, and he didn't, he never rolled through. But he was there at WrestleMania. Yeah, I see him and Parsons and, was up and, there. And Michael yeah. Parsons together, but they kept looking for him. So he missed his free pair of boots. Man, boots was nice. Man, this is the suite I need to be in. Y'all got superstars coming in, NFL celebrities coming in, getting boots, bourbon tasting while watching the Super Bowl of wrestling at Jerry World, man. At Jerry World, I mean, what? <laughs> You can't it beat nice. it. It was nice. You can't beat it, man. My, I mean, I, I, I look like the good, cool dad. I, I bet you did. I, I mean, man, every, I wish I was up in that. Everybody who came through, man, I took. I, I told my guy, stand right there. Get pictures. He said, who's this? I don't know. We'll look it up. Get a picture afterwards. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm with him. I'm with that guy I right just, So this dude right here is an actor on Yellowstone. Yeah, that's the, um, the he was the ranch hand on season one, right? Okay, so he was in the suite. Yeah. So what's his name? I said, I don't know, but just take the picture. Uh, 
man. Y'all was y'all was they had him up on the jumbotron. Man. They did, they did. They had him up on the jumbotron. Okay, yeah. So I just be like, just just take the pictures. Man, you so y'all had a hell of a time. Man. Yes, yes. We How did. was the view? Because I know like so, you know, on TV, it's hard to oh, Sasha, man, y'all got Sasha on there. Yeah, we got man. Sasha in there. Dad, who's this? I don't know, but I'll, I'll find out. Man, y'all got a bunch. <laughs> I got all these. was just up in there. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was. Get some boots? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, some boots, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. No, no, dude, I'm telling you, you right can't now. Beat it. I man. look like the absolute cool dad. Now, here's the crazy thing. I asked my first, my 17-year-old mm-hmm. ago. She's like, nah, I don't feel good, Dad. I'm kind of sick. So I'm like, okay. So I invited my second one. She's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm supposed to go swimming. I think you may want to come to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can always <laughs> swim. All right. WrestleMania is, you know, <laughs> so a lifetime event right here. Yeah, so it, it was cool, man. And just the whole the whole atmosphere of of what wrestling is. And they got a show tonight over at the American Airlines mm-hmm. Center in Dallas and Raw's War tonight. Um, just how many people, especially sports, they love it, man. And mm-hmm. the Pat McAfee got out there. Wrestling, I saw he got stone, he got stone cold stunned out he there. Got, yeah, he got, he got the stunner, but man, he was he got the good. dub. He good. was good. Oh, he's, okay. he's an electrifying type of person. I mean, man, man like, he was really good. He's in this space right there, man. I mean, I've seen some other people get in the ring before, like Shaq's done it a mm-hmm. couple times. But, man, Pat McAfee, you could tell, man, Pat put in work, man. Oh, yeah. He was oh, really yeah. good. So it, w- it was fun, man. It was absolutely fun. So, man, uh, great, great show out there. By the way, today's April 4th. So clubs that hired new head coaches. Uh, oh, they start, the right? Yeah, man, they get the offseason program going. So New York, they're getting after it, man. That's already April, Nui. Jeez. Yeah, April four, man. Draft it's is April twenty eighth, man. man. April twenty eighth. So we about three, starting week three weeks. They're going to start captains work out here. You know, in a, you know, maybe the week or two. Yeah, they're going to start. Eighteenth is when the Cowboys start rolling. So on their working. So yeah, man. It, we're, we're getting into this mix here, and so let's let's just ask a question right here. All the players now is brought to you by Hotels.com. Did Dallas get better in the offseason? I, I can't sit there and say I, I can't sit there and say they did. I mean, I mean, I understand, you know. You lost a couple pieces, you know, Coop, you know, his contract was a little bit too high as far as the production was concerned. You know, uh, Cedric Wilson, he went to Miami, he kind of played himself up into a better deal. So you lost two pieces to an offense and you have an aging offensive line and you've yet to address either of those situations. So offensively, I can't sit here right now, right here today and say they've got better. Now, can they address these in the draft and get the offense going where they need to go? Of course they can. They can get better. There's a lot of time left. The season has just kicked off. So. As of right now, I can't say the offense has gotten better. Defensively, they brought back some pieces. Uh, they brought back LVE. Uh, they got back Jerron Curse. They got their, their their nucleus in there. The biggest thing they're missing, in my opinion, was Randy Gregory. And Randy Gregory being departing off of this defense, to me, is huge. Even though he didn't, you know, play a lot of games out there. I think he missed, what, six or seven games this past season. But he was a guy on the edge that teams, when he was playing and he was ready to go, Teams had to account for where he was at, and that also freed up some other people on the edge. So defensively, losing him was big, but you also got four players back in that kind of an exchange, and you can also get address that in the draft. But as far as your question is concerned, as of right now, did this team get any better during this offseason? I can't. I can't say that because the guys they let go, it weren't like they were a distraction. So it ain't like you're, you're getting better by subtracting some people. These guys were team players. They, you know, they never had caused any ruckus. And when they were good, they were good. So to me, losing those guys is huge. So right now, and you didn't, you didn't add anybody that says, okay, that 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 canceled that out. You know. So to me, I gotta say they haven't gotten better. But there's an opportunity for them to get better in the draft and as this this uh, this early part of this season progresses. You saw Randy Gregory has shoulders. I seen that, and I was like, oh man. I mean, like. 
he played it good. You know, he got got the money. He's like, all right, ah, you know, my shoulder needs a little work on, you know. So I, <laughs> it was one of those, ah, it was one of them like, ah, Randy, Randy. But, hey, it kind of worked out on both but, sides. But my, my feeling has always been, I, I was, look, first off, when I saw the numbers on the deal that the Cowboys were trying, I'm like, man, that's too much money, man. And then when I saw he went to Denver, I'm like, good. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll finish five years in Denver, so move on. He'll give him a good. He'll give him a solid three. I think though, he'll give him a very solid three. For here in Dallas, what, what, what we got? What do we get in exchange? Okay, so I go back to my thing about Randy. You have two blue chip players on your defense last year. Last year you had two: Micah Parsons and Diggs. Yep, I get them. Then you had you had Tank, and and you know Tank showed you some when he got healthy, and and, and even before uh, he showed you he showed you some good football. Mm-hmm. So these are three players better before you even get to Randy Gregory. People in Denver are expecting this guy to come in here and just get to the get to the passer right away. I mean, what they think about Randy versus his role and how he was used here, yeah. it's different. Randy was a piece. He wasn't the straw stirring the drink. Good football player, but they're you know when they, they're expecting him to be this sack master. I'm like, dude, he got six sacks last year. He was hurt though. If but he, that's a part. But that's yeah, who he is. Dorrance Armstrong had five sacks. But I'm just saying, it's that Michael Parsons at 13. Mm-hmm. So I'm, okay, so if you play, if Mike is out here getting 13, you one on one. You supposed to be ball. San Francisco, okay. Tanks playing. Mike Parsons playing. Jimmy Garoppolo got a bad thumb. You ain't touched him. You he, out here he tackling other he dudes over here. But he wasn't the only one that was getting bullied in that San Francisco. You're right. Game. But I'm they just was saying, all getting bullied out. Five there. years, 70 million. I, I just don't. I. I thought that was too much money for that play. With that price tag, you expect him to be the Who's 30, guy. And he's 30 years old this year. You no. expect him to be the guy out there, right. which is understandable. You get that type of money, you're supposed to be that guy. And I think, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of that. I think if he plays a full season healthy, I think he can be a double-digit sack guy. I'm going to give you a guy who, who, while he stayed for the Cowboys for one year, had the kind of year that you wish Randy Gregory would have given about, you. Yeah. Robert Quinn. Yes, he, he balled out. He, he took advantage of his one-on-one opportunities. He was also healthy, and that's part of the game. Like you said, that's part of the game. And I do believe if if Randy Gregory can stay healthy, it's a big if. if. If it was a fifth, you know what they all say. But I think if he can stay healthy 17, he could be a double-digit sack, kind of a premier pass rusher out there in this league. Now, 70 mil, that's a lot of money. You got to be that guy. You got to be D-Ware in his prime. Like you got to be I, that type of guy, and I would not. I, don't know. I would not have rolled the dice on it. And so, here's where I stand on the Cowboys' offseason right now. People really want to give it a grade, and they're down on it. I'm just like, you understand, it's not over. It's not like you said. Like it, you it's got the draft. Not over. I, I, I'll give you a basketball references. College basketball season ends tonight. Mm, it's our Hills. You know? Yes, Shout yes. Hills. North Carolina looked absolutely terrible. In October and November, they were on the bubble. I mean, right? I mean, they were on the bubble till mm-hmm. till they beat Duke at Cameron, Cameron Indoor Stadium. Yeah. It was like, okay, well now they're in. But I mean, they were getting beat at home by Boston College. Went up, they got stumped by Pitt. It didn't look good. Mm-mm. And so we want to go ahead and just make just what we see right here, and you got to let it play out. One thing we know about the draft, there are going to be some teams who look into some players that they may not have thought, hey, oh, look, we're able to take this guy. And so now they're going to say, well, we can move this player. We don't need we, – we see it every year. Mm-hmm. There's, there's more moves to be made. Yeah, without a doubt. Without and, a doubt. and there's more teams that are going to – I mean, we see it every year. And, and you as a player saw it. Oh, that player got cut. It's June. They, 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 went, went, they, they went and asked him for the money, you know. And they, that player said no, and it's free. So we're going to see some things happen. Mm-hmm. And the draft has not hit yet for the Cowboys. So let it play out. 
I'm with you on that one because I'm going to give you an example. 2014, you know, we're going in there, you know, 2013, we had an historically bad defense. I think we were 8-8 eight and eight at the end of the year, lost to Philly. They went to the playoffs, whatever. But going into 14, you know, everybody's like, oh, how did they get better? How did they get better? How did they get better? You know, the draft, all that good stuff. And I'm not quite sure when this happened, but we signed Rolando McClain yeah. off of the streets. Yeah. I don't know if it was before the draft or after the draft. It was just off of the streets. We signed Rolando McClain. Oh, that's not going to be a big thing. Next thing we know, we lose Sean Lee. McClain steps in, and he ended up being one of the leaders and one of the one of the, the best, yeah, one of the best players on our defense that year. Led us to the to the playoffs that year as well. Got a playoff victory. Ended up losing to to Green Bay, I think. But overall, I mean, those are the type of moves that people won't see and be like, man, how did how did they get? You know, how did they still you know remain relevant? How were they still a good team? So there's definitely room for them to make that type of adjustment and make that type of signing as we go forward with this season. But if you're asking me right now, did we get better? I, and, and I that's can't say thing. yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is you're. You're, you're you're still in the middle of the process, yeah. and you and people want a complete grade. That's true. It, it's That's not true. it's not done, mm-hmm. and, and it's and it's there's still things. Le- and then of course, guys have to just show up and and do their part in training camp. Mm-hmm. So let's also see who does grow, who does get better. Good steal, good steal from this past year. Still, digs, digs, yeah. Look at where Schultz took his game to Mm -hmm. from a fifth round pick out of Stanford to see where he is now. So let's see who else grows. Your quarterback now has a whole offseason to to get out here. And he was hurt last year. Right. Get Mm -hmm. out here and and work with people. So wanting to get a grade now is really based off what you're seeing other people do. So you want to look at the Miami Dolphins (laughs) and say, ah, they went and got Tyreek Hill. Hill, They went and got Cedric Wilson. They went out here and got Connor Williams. Oh, the Dolphins, the Dolphins, Dolphins. And I said to somebody the other day, what place would you say the Dolphins are going to finish in the AFC East right now if you had to put a number? Up? I had, had to, to had to pick them. I had I would say third. Okay, right now. Okay, if, if I had to do it right now, I would say third. Right, and you didn't spend a whole boatload of money and gave up a whole Draft lot of picks. picks. Yeah. And you're talking about hey, Buffalo and New England are still going to be better. They're still going to be right there. So yeah, you're, like, you're right. You got to see what they do on the field. You got to see what they do at least at least training camp. Let's get training camp out right. the way. See who's healthy, who's not. But, and we, we look at the style that. of things. Oh, look at this. Look at that. Let's just be honest. And what are people saying? Can Tua get the ball downfield to Tyreek Hill? I don't know if he got the arm strength to do it. Right. What is Tyreek? What 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 made Tyreek Hill so great? Is it Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes could get him the ball deep? They can get him the deep. They're gonna have to switch it up because Tua ain't got that strength. That's not. They're gonna have to do more yards after the catch with Tyreek. Which he has the speed to be able okay. to do, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a change for him. So, and, and here's another thing. All right, people talk all oh, the Dolphins. Da, da, da. Do you know how the new head coach is gonna do? That's another thing. Look at Rob. Look at everybody who was hyped off of Robert Sala coming from San Fran to the Jets. This guy defense. He's gonna. We haven't seen the the ROI on that in a long time. So, so, so there's that's just. But you see the splashes and the flash. You say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys aren't doing anything. And you get and you can get yourself frustrated there. And then you got people. Oh, what's Kansas City? What's Kansas City doing? And I and I, I joked the other day, and I put it on on Twitter when it happened. You show me the last time Andy Reid lost a trade. It's been a while, man. You know, show me. It's it, been a while. You know, he sent he sent Donovan McNabb to Washington. How'd that work out? It worked out great for him. Sent AJ Feely got a, <laughs> he got a two. Sent a two. It was AJ Feely from Philadelphia to Miami for a two. How'd that work out? Worked out good for him. Worked out good for him, man. Yeah, Alex yeah. Smith sent him to Washington. How'd that work out? 
Worked out good for him. Great. Sent Kevin Cobb from Philly to Arizona. How'd that work out? The man's been winning, dra- winning, winning trades for a long time. Okay. He goes and goes up tra- with Buffalo, trades with Buffalo to go up to go get Patrick Mahomes. How'd that work yeah, out? We also, that's historic. That was a historic trade. Uh, okay. So, I mean, t- so Andy Reid calls you, you hang up the phone. Because <laughs> he, he's trying to set you up for something. Right. Huh? You're about to lose. <laughs> but so, I think, I think what, what, what Cowboys fans are so frustrated about, uh, it's just that, you know, we've gone through this a- approach with, okay, we're going to bargain here, bargain there, build through the draft, have our own players, sign our guys back. We're not going to make these splashy moves. You know, but what has it really generated? What what has that approach really generated for this Cowboys team? You know, you won a division, which is terrible. You won a division a couple years. You won a, a playoff game here or there, but of what substance? Have you gotten a long playoff run? Have you have you gone to the Super Bowl? So I think what Cowboys fans are saying is that they're just frustrated with the same old approach and not having any type of of real substance to it. Now, if you try to do the flashy approach, it may you may win, you may lose, but at least it might be a different approach to try to figure out something to get yourself over the hump instead of just sitting there saying, okay, we're going to build through the draft, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and have the same results, uh, a one or two playoff win and then exit. Great, great. I'm glad you laid it out that way because let's just go back and look at last year's team, which was basically the same exact approach. Okay? It was. It hey, was, let's, let's try Crazy KZ. Let's, let's, let's try, try Curse. Curse. So you just All right, you did that. Was that approach not successful in terms of you won 13 football games? You won your division. I mean, in terms of just those moves were fine. Yeah. Now, your team went to the playoffs and and just, you know, you just yeah, went to bed. Yeah, you okay, bullied. You yeah. went to bed. You got bullied. But the approach of getting the players, that was, to me, I looked at that was successful. It was. And then we did it, but then they did it the year before, same type of bargain shopping for free agents and building, and they were terrible. Now, now, okay. They did lose Dak. Oh, yeah, but, okay, but, they did but lose Dak. Thank you. You lost your quarterback, yeah. and then when McCarthy hired his buddy <laughs> to be the defensive coordinator, he was terrible. He was. But we were got I mean, Poe, we brought Poe in here. We brought uh, Everson Griffin in here. Guys his that boys, just d- his, didn't his, show up. Okay, and once again, here's here's Will McClay and the staff giving Mike Nolan what they say they want. Yeah. This is what you said you wanted. Okay, here's what's available, and this and, and, they, and you didn't have a whole lot of dollars, so there you go. There you go. So so it was bad, but I give McCarthy credit and the Cowboys credit. They got off homeboy quick. They brought in Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, they got players that Dan liked and wanted, like a Keanu Neal. It, it worked. It did. It did. So so to me, when I look at their approach last year, their approach worked. Last year, we were talking about this team and not happy at all about the defense. What was the brightest part of the football team the last month of the season? Going to play? It defense. was the defense. They were the strong, they were the strong point. So based off last year's why, I'm not going to sit around here trying to beat them up. Yeah. Because last year, their, their thought process worked. Danny was absolutely right when he, he said, said you yeah. know, Dan Quinn is like your first round. But Dan Quinn will make. Th- he was the best free agent. So last now year. Dan Quinn is coming back. Mm-hmm. You knew you weren't going to keep everybody. That's the other thing yeah. right here. I'm just kind of laughing at. Folks, you knew you had 20 plus free agents, two dozen free agents. And even if they did keep everybody, look what Tampa Bay. They brought everybody back thinking they was going to run it back. And, and it just doesn't happen like that. And didn't. It doesn't happen like every, that. As you, yeah. you played, yeah. when they tell you, hey, every team is different. Yeah. And yes, exactly. 100%. So I'm just like, hey, Man, I'm, and I'm not trying to be Mr. Homer. I'm just re- being realistic. Yeah. Let them let them figure it out. Let's see what else is going to happen here. But if you want to look at the Dolphins and just say, "Oh, look at what they did," where are they going to end up? You know, they just gave Xavier Howard a whole bunch of money, and, and my goodness Oof. gracious, he, he deserves it. But Jesus, funny how nobody wants to talk about that Byron Jones contract. Yeah, yeah. How'd that work out? 
Yeah. Then we're God. Yeah. It was I'm surprised. I thought he was going to be a cap casualty, to be honest with the you. The owner out here thirst trapping for Deshaun Watson all year long. <laughs> hey, lucky two ain't like Baker. You know, back to it, man. You know, I'm done with this. I'm not did where they would have been right. at, you know? So right. They, so, they, I mean, this is, they, they've got, you know, they, they trying all this stuff. And where has it gotten to Miami Dolphins? Nah, hasn't gotten them anywhere. No, it not hasn't right gotten them anywhere. Not at least right now. No, no, it hasn't. And, and I, when the Bobby Wagner contract came out there, you know. Five for 50. You know, Clarence Hill, Cowboy Beat Riders, like, how come they keep having money here? Um, okay, okay. Um, that is something. I mean, if, I feel like all these te- like, where is this money coming from? The Rams done. I mean, they got everybody. This is an all-star team. This is the Olympic squad over there right now. Hey man, you got I, Allen Robinson over there. I mean, they they, they Allen Rob. They, they still talking about we might sell Sean Odell too. Like, is the cap real? Like, I, I'm just like this. Is, are these guys going into the luxury tax? Like, what are, what are we playing I, NBA I, ball here? Like, what is going hey on? Hey, man, it, it, it's, it's a trip, man. It's a but trip. we trade tomorrow for a fifth round. <laughs> well, okay. All right, so so Clarence put that out there. Clarence Hill, Star Telegram, put that out there, too. Here's why he was traded for a five. You had to take the contract. With them, yeah, which is hefty. Okay? It's a hefty contract. So you got three, that's sixty million. So when you talk about, oh well, Devontae Parker went to the to, to from the Miami to New England, he didn't take sixty million dollars with him. They so. also gave him a third with it was Parker and a, was it Parker and a, a so, fifth? Right, you got a three, yeah, but yeah, but right. but just overall is you, you got the player, he doesn't have sixty million. So yeah. the, the it's, it's just like a baseball trade. How how much more money is attached to it lessens what you're going to get. Yeah, this is true too. This and oh true. by the way. The Cowboys let everybody know, hey, we're going to let him go. <laughs> and they were under the deadline. So because there was a deadline. To where if he get, if he's on his team, let's just say March, whatever, he would have, they would have guaranteed his contract. So they had to hustle, hustle so, and bustle. So everyone knows. There are no secrets. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. So you're not going to be able to take go get some super great deal for yourself because everybody knows, hey, you don't you want. Have to get any. You're not trying to pay the 20. Same thing is going on with Baker right now. Cats ain't trying to pay that 19. Why would you? Nah, you they know you, you? got to get rid of him. Right, you're going to so. get stuck with the bill anyway. So so that's the part to me that's so frustrating at times is fans don't want to understand the business end of this, that it is not all apples to apples with these deals and understanding where their deadlines and when roster bonuses are due. You can't negotiate it. And yeah. sometimes you could do what the Falcons did with Matt Ryan and say, hey, can you push this thing back a little bit? And they did it with the full intention of, look, Let's push this thing back so we can get you a good trade. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to find you something that works for you, which they worked it out for him to go to Indianapolis. So that was how he – okay, fine, I'll move it because we're going to work together yeah. to get a we're deal done. Out how we're get it done. Mari Cooper wasn't trying to move nothing. No, no, you owe me this money on this <laughs> I want every drop. <laughs> right, right. You, you, right, you're about to get this. And plus, they had control. Yeah. Cowboys had control. They could send wherever they wanted to. Yeah, you ain't no trade so, so, so that whole premise of, man, you only got a fifth for Amara. People weren't lining up. Hey, man, here's a two. I got a two. That wasn't, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that gets frustrating at times because you, you want to get on the Cowboys and you want to say, hey, man, you guys aren't doing your job. Everybody else in the league know what you're doing. They, 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 <laughs> they got, announced it. Well, and they got capologists too. Yeah. They know Cooper's got this money due on this date. We know you don't want to pay it because you're in cap hell. Yeah. You got cap problems too. You want me to take I'll do you five because I got to take the 60. You want to get this five? You want to go ahead and cut him for nothing and get nothing. nothing. Or, and so, yeah, now you're sitting here. You've got a bunch of fives. 
And Mick Schatz did a great job, by the way, Mick Schatz, you can hear it right here on DallasCowboys.com. Mick Schatz did a great job of talking about because of COVID, a lot of guys who had an extra year, now these guys are all coming out. So you get a whole, there's a whole flood market of players. And so what you'll see in the fifth, right now, in, in the past years, you, you're going to get some guys who could possibly fourth rounders in the fifth. Yeah. Just, so, are those guys going to So produce? I think Cowboys got four, four, fifth. So you can actually get some good players. You can even use a, a fifth round on the kicker. It just depends. At the end of the day, are those guys going? We got to hit. You got to hit the draft, I which they've done. I don't think which we Will can complain done. about yeah, Will, been Will drafting guys. He's been hitting. I mean, you talk about it just right out the gate. You talk about a fifth, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz was a fifth. And he, you know, he did took him a little bit, but he developed into a hell of a tight end right now. I, I would say for, for him, you say took him a little bit. I come back into you had – Jason Witten, who came back, yeah, yeah, he's so a, that he pushed you down. Yeah, you know he, he was had, blocking all time. Right, everybody mm-hmm. wasn't coming in there. You had Jarwin, <laughs> who then pushed him back down, and so he was ahead, and, and so he knew more than the also. I look at Dalton Schultz, and I think this is a perfectly well done fifth round pick in terms of hey, he had to grow, mm-hmm. learn, then he got his opportunity. He went up. right, he developed. And that's what you're looking for out of fives. Can yeah. this? To get back to the thing, can this approach that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. and we're saying it's been a success as far as, you know, maybe the business aspect, your team is always in the running, so we'll say it's been a success that way. But can they get over the hump with this same, like I've talked about earlier, with this same philosophy? Okay. Build through the draft and, and bargain hunt here and there. L- let's take a break. Okay. I will tell you the problem. You're not identifying the right problem. Okay. Let me hear it. Because I got your answer you got to the, the question the question you just asked. Nice. I won't say solution, but I got my answer. Got okay. All right, we'll do that next. He's Barry Church. I'm Louis Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. 
to the Players' Lounge. Registration is now open for Dallas Cowboys Youth Football Dance Academy and Little Miss Camps. Save $25 with early bird pricing when you register by May 9th. Camps are available at AT&T Stadium and Ford Center at the store in Frisco. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash Academy to secure your spot today. Our uh, other running partner here on the Players' Lounge, Danny McCray, helps run those camps. And as Danny always says, get it in, register now because Mm -hmm. they will sell out. So you can also say $25 to get your spot because they will sell out. the quickness. You're in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. He is Barry Church, Toledo Rocket. Yes, sir. Dallas Cowboys Safety. I'm Newey Scruggs. Okay, go back. Let's pick it up where you last left off. This you know approach. What? This approach. Okay. Which which has been going on since, I guess, since B. Carr was the last one they really kind of splurged on in free agency. That was, what, 2012 when I was still here. So it's been that same approach. And they've had success. You know, 2014 playoffs, 16 playoffs. I think 18 they went to the playoffs. But like we've talked about, it's, you know, it's kind of a one-and-done situation. Um can't, I'm not saying, you know, going out and being flashy, being the Rams is going to go out there and, and guarantee, you know, a berth in the Super Bowl or at least a long, lengthy playoff run. But having some something different, okay. something, in my opinion, got to change. So when you say approach, mm-hmm. the Cowboys basically have sat out the first week of free agency. Yeah, they've done. Yeah, that's how they've done. That's okay. how they've done. And, and Rick Goslin, uh, Hall of Fame NFL writer, has said that's when the worst money is spent because you're paying the highest price. And a lot of times you're paying the highest price and you're not even really getting the best players because the best players don't hit the market. Patrick Mahomes is not going to hit yeah, the market. This is true. Aaron Donald's not hitting the market. So right out of the gate, what you're getting is Brandon Carr, who was the number two corner out of Kansas City. And then B-Flow, yeah. Okay. Flowers was the number mm-hmm. one. So the number one corner to get. So you went and got paid $50 million for the number two corner. And then you all mad because he ain't no number one. <laughs> it's no different than when Alvin Harper left the Cowboys and went down to Tampa Bay and they're all disappointed. Man, this guy's not that good. He was a number two. He wasn't the number one. So, so many times at free agency, these guys you're trying to sign, they're not really you're – giving, you're giving good players – Great contracts, or you're giving good players who had a great year a long contract. Mm-hmm. Demarco Murray. Demarco Murray had a great year, NFL Offensive Player of the Year, but he was not a great running back. No, great I think he benefited year. from a, a hellacious offensive line. Right, yeah. right, and so so that and so all right. Byron Jones, a guy we all like, man, for your former teammate. Mm-hmm. Byron Jones is a good football player who got a great contract right out of the gate in free agency. That's what happens so many times. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys have decided, we've gone there. We're not going to go do that. Meanwhile, the Dolphins keep on doing that. Remember when they gave Indominus Sue $100 million? How'd that yeah. work out? Yeah, and Mike Tannenbaum got fired. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you start to see some of these people who, who want to keep participating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they don't, yeah, yeah. and they still participating. And, they still, and, they're, and they're doing that route right now. They're doing that route. And, it, and it's not working out for them. And like I said, I don't guarantee that you know doing, going that route and being flashy with free agency uh, will we'll guarantee wins or anything like that. Maybe even the, dra- or, uh, the train. Just bring it in. I think sometimes you just it, it can't be all homegrown. You you can't just rely That's, strictly on the draft. All right. I'll, I'll come back into this. And I'll just give you a team that's not doing this, who's really good, the Chiefs. Look at the last five-year run the Chiefs have been on here. They're not out here in free agency doing all this. 
so much of what they have has been homegrown, or they've made trades for guys. Yeah. They made what, trades defensively for like why, Frank Clark. So they can we do that? That's what the, the, it doesn't have to be free agency. Right, it could right. be it could be the trade aspect as well. Right. So so they're they're, they're doing that. So that's one way you could do something. Mm-hmm. Now the Buffalo Bills. Here's a team that you know, 13 seconds away from you know going to the AFC Championship. They did it through the draft. The Bengals did it through the draft. Now, you look at the – They picked up some dogs in free agency. You look the, at the 49ers and what they did. The 49ers, you know, they made a lot of very good – So, it's been it's been done. Now, here's my problem with okay. the Cowboys. It's not the approach. My problem with the Dallas Cowboys is you got too many people walking around here like they've won a championship and they haven't won a darn thing around here. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Guys thinking and reading the clips, oh, we're the Cowboys. No, no, bro, you ain't won nothing. Yeah. You you got pictures around here with some of these guys like they okay, you got dudes who went to one or two Pro Bowls acting like they Hall of Famers, <laughs> Ring of Honor guys, <laughs> and and a part of the problem is the owner, who who sets the tone. I'll never forget when the Cowboys got their NBC game canceled. No, two years that? Yeah, ago. Two, yeah, on a Sunday night I think it was. It was yeah. Sunday night it got canceled. Yeah, and Jalen Smith was like, "Hey man, the owner's not tripping." Why are y'all tripping? That was said. That was said. What? Yeah. What? We got your boy Xavier Woods. Hey, man, you can't go hard every play. And nobody comes out and, you know, calls him out. Now, you look at your boy Jim Ursay with the Colts. He came out and said, hey, man, Carson Wentz. Wasn't that guy? Hey, man, I heard. I talked to some people, stuff I heard. It was disturbing. He had to go. Call these people out when you see it. So so, so you're, you're, so you're saying that the, the – the problem is, these, it's not accountability. People comfortable around They're here, just man. too comfortable Real around. comfortable. Okay. So what did we see last year defensively? I, I like what they did last year. They brought in people, Quinn, People weren't comfortable, right? Yeah. People weren't 11, comfortable. 11, was it? How many draft picks were defense? Nine or ten or something like that? I mean, we had a oh, – people were fighting for their jobs. So And so, we seen what happened to the defensive side of the football. So Jalen Smith went from being all Mr. Comfortable to being gone. Yeah. You know, guys what? were fighting for their jobs out Leighton there. Van Der Esch went from, you know, guy who had one Pro Bowl year and, hey, he's the Wolf Hunter, he's this and that, to now, hey, man, we're not picking up this deal. You're going to have to go out here and ball. He's going to have to. And, you know, he got a new deal, but it's like, that's not, I mean. He, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, to me, that's, to me, when I think about the cultural issue here, and you've got Emmitt Smith saying it, so it's not just me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got Emmitt Smith and other people saying, hey, man, you got, you got there's too much of an entitlement factor around here, which you just say, hey, man, look, no. No, that, that's the problem with the University of Texas. You got a guy that's running, I mean, we're Texas. No, well, that doesn't mean nothing. Mm-mm. You got to go out here and earn this, earn this thing. And, you know, one playoff berth or two playoff, that doesn't do it. One or two pro, it doesn't do it. It doesn't make you Emmett. It doesn't Mm-mm. make you Troy or Dorsett or, or Randy White or Rayfield. I mean, Randy White, Rayfield, right? I mean, it doesn't make you any of these guys, Mm-mm. man. There's too many dudes who need to put in some more work. They got to. They got to. And I, Mike McCarthy would be wise, in my opinion. To call some people out more. Yeah. Bruce I mean, Arians calling out Tom Brady, man. <laughs> and it can't just be the guys that are, you know, you know, rookies or these guys that are, you know, coming in doing spot duty. Sometimes you got to call out those leaders. The stars got to get called out they too, They got man. to. Greg Popovich had no problem doing it in San Antonio. How many rings he got? Bill Belichick get on Tom Brady. You got to be able to hold everybody accountable or nobody's going to be accountable for nothing. And then at the end of the day, that's that's what it's going to have to come down to. So what did we see after the playoff game? Jerry Jones came out basically. He was he was disappointed, he Mike was McCarthy. 
Right. And then and what bothered me was the players, even at not after the playoff loss and you know after playoff or regular season losses, what did you hear from the locker room? Oh, we got to go against two teams, the refs and the team we're playing against. You know, we got to do this, that, and that. It's just like it's cute. There's never, you know, I got to play better. I got to be the guy. It's, so, it's none of that right now. So that's why I'm like, man, don't talk to me about the approach. Talk to me about the accountability and guys walking around here as though they've won something. And it hasn't happened. To me, the standard is dropped. Can you change that without bringing in veteran leaderships from the outside? Like if you if you keep bringing guys in from the draft and keep doing this homegrown approach where the only thing they know is the Cowboys way, can you really change that culture in there without bringing in some veteran free agents out there or some veteran guys from around, that are outside the organization that can maybe shed light on the city's new guys and show them the way to, to actually be like professional and be you hold everybody accountable and maybe get them over the hump. Like I said, I'm not sure that'll work either, but I, I, I'm looking to the head coach for this. Yeah, you got to. I'm looking to the head coach now. What, what are you going to do? You're going to allow guys to keep running out here and blaming the refs and jumping off sides and all these penalties. We're, we're, you know, to me, this is the thing where it starts with you. Yeah. You know, Mike is always fond of saying he knows how to win a Super Bowl. He's done it. Okay. You can't win a Super Bowl being the highest penalized team in the game. You can't win a Super Bowl with, with, with 12 penalties in the playoffs. Can't, do it. can't win a Super Bowl when you know you're going out. You got you can't get a snap off at the end of the game. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go to the head coach to say, when are you going to set your own standard that these guys have to understand it's not good enough? Because they're about to fire you if you don't have a great season. He he, he got to go to he has to go. He has to have a, a, a hell of a season, okay. in my opinion. He, right. He's got to have a hell of a you, season. Right. Or Sean Payton or Gan Quinn is going to be coaching his team next year. Yeah. The owner's 80 years old. So he's not going to sit around he here can't and wait. wait. He, wants right. the, he wants now. He wants results now. Right. So, so, that, so when we talk about the approach, the approach that I see and how they build their team isn't my issue. It's how, it's how these guys are more styled than substance. More flash in the pan. Run around the hot boys. Come on, man. Yeah, what the hot boys want? They ain't won. They haven't won. They haven't won. So, that, and then you hear Cheeto. Okay, L- listen to Cheeto's words and what he talked what about going to Cincinnati. What, I didn't hear what he said. Basically, Cheeto said, "Man, we we appear about football." Mm. Yeah, I can see that though. Like I mean, we 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 see it all the time. Like you said, when the whole Jalen Smith thing, you know, hey, if the owner ain't tripping, we ain't tripping. Right. That's just something. That's not an approach you can have as a player going in, into the game. And that hot boys change. I mean, what, you, what you want? I mean, it's, you ain't want nothing. Nothing. So, nothing. so yeah. That that's why. That's my issue. Just okay. We got too many guys walking around here acting like they've won something, and they 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 nothing has been won of significance. The standard is dropped around here, and if the owner and the head coach aren't calling it out. I'm sorry. Who is? Because, like you said, every the, the leaders on the squad supposedly are all homegrown. And they're all, you know, hey, they've been stuck in the same way. You know, if the owner ain't tripping, I ain't tripping. And you, you just can't have that approach because at the end of the day, you know, you know, the owners may own the team and the coaches may coach it, but it, the players have got to take it upon themselves to go out there and get the job done. We can't is, rely on anybody else. you got to go out there and get the job done. And that was my drumbeat for Vaughn Miller. Go get me somebody who can walk into the room who's got rings that can tell you your standard and your accountability is not where it needs to be to go here. Because he's been he's been to the tops. And so who's in there. this room right now that's going to sit up here and, you know, who's setting the standard? I, 
I, I don't see anybody right now. Okay. Because if you if you look at Ty Smith, who's you know Hall of Fame resume and all that stuff, if if you miss a certain amount of games, I don't care who you are, players are gonna it's gonna go in one ear and out the other. And he's not vocal to begin with anyway. So, it's, I mean, it's, who do you look at? Zach Martin, he's not really that vocal guy either. I mean, I know you got Dak out there, but at the end of the day, has he really gotten to that mountaintops? When do you get sick and tired of being sick and tired? When do you get tired of watching? I mean, I will. I don't know about you, Barry. Once again, you've played this game. But to watch another team... Walk out on your <laughs> football field with a boombox. <laughs> you know, with an old school, big time, giant boombox to walk to the field for that a playoff That was the first game. time they did that. You do realize that, right? Who, the 49ers? Yeah. I'm just no. They did that every game. Okay, so that was their that was their bit. Okay, right? that that just letting you know it was that was not just. Now they videoed it for the playoffs, but. <laughs> But no, at, at their stadium, there's there's stuff when they were other uh, at their stadium or other places that they did that every time. Okay, well, so. they they walked out there with a boom. They, they did it yeah, at your house. No they, doubt. They, they, Dallas got the football first. They shut that on down on defense. Mm-hmm. Then the 49ers got the football, and then they just beat you up and went right down the field, scored a touchdown. They ugly. set the tone. So we're gonna walk out with our boombox as a wild card, <laughs> and we're gonna tell you about to get this whooping. We about to come in here. We coming to your house, Jerry World. Me and our fans. We buying up tickets. We gonna come in here and we gonna punch in the mouth. Pow, pow, pow. And then they won the football game. They did. And despite the fact that they took it to you, two minutes and 42 seconds left, you got the ball to your you quarterback. You had an opportunity. Your $40 million quarterback, you had an opportunity, and what you do? And you squandered it. Wet the bed. 242 left, you had an opportunity. After the game. This is what legends are made of type stuff, and, you know, after the game. After the game, we were here. Mm. Hey, man, the refs. They, want, they wanted my guy in the back to be Usain Bolt to spot the ball, and you just can't put yourself in that situation. Penalties will do that. They are they will kill drives. And when did we see that play that that playoff game when it mattered most? Penalties on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Whether it was Randy Gregory tackling an offensive lineman who didn't even have the ball, or if it's you know holding penalties on Connor Williams or whoever was on okay. the offensive line at that instance, it's not going to work out. Okay, now I bring it back to how we began this. What did the offseason approach and how they went about building the football team have to do with what happened at the end? But we and then we go back to to if you bring in those that better, wasn't the issue. It wasn't. It was the the, the, the building part. I, I can see that at the building you built part, a good team. They built a good team. You built one of the better teams in but the NFC. Missing. Just I'm t- the one pe- one or two pieces of that veteran presence in there, just to calm cats down a little bit. Might have been. Might have been. Might have been so, but so it might have been. So who needed? Who did that need to be? Whether if it like, like we've seen what the Rams did, they brought in a Von Miller. It didn't have to be Von Miller, but it could have been somebody with that type of a guilt, with that type of you know whatever, whatever. He had veteran substance, okay. whatever it is. They didn't have to bring him in free agent. They could have, they could have traded for okay, a piece. Nice. You could have gave up a two for Von. Miller. Okay, you could have. Okay, and maybe that maybe that you know basically you know gets everybody calmed down and seeing where they need to be at in situations. Because okay. we looked at it sometimes when those guys were out there getting bullied. They got frustrated. And what happens when you get frustrated? You start getting penalties. You start getting stupid penalties that you can control. Offsides or holding or, you know, face. I wouldn't say face, man, but holding. Offside, stuff that you can control as a player. When you get frustrated and you don't have that person to back there and basically calm you down and get everything situated, it goes off the hinges. And we've seen it happen a couple times here with the Cowboys, especially last year. 
Well, they better get it right. Hey, let's, yeah, hey, let's take a break. Um, look, man, what's out here now? Okay, Dallas Cowboys draft guy. It's it's, oh. it's out here. Let's, let's draft season upon us. Let's chat a little bit about pick twenty four here. He's Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep, steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter. 10 bucks. Free shipping. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to the Star in Frisco for the 2022 Cowboys Draft, presented by Miller Lite from Thursday, April 28th through Saturday, April 30th. Enjoy live draft coverage, entertainment, a free youth camp on Friday night, and the Draft Day 5K presented by Baylor Scott and White Health on Saturday morning. For details, visit DallasCowboys.com draft slash. You are listening to the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Danny McRae is off today. we got Barry Church, former Dallas Cowboys safety in here. I'm Newey Scruggs. The Dallas Cowboys, the, the Star Magazine's out. The official 2020, uh, Dallas 2020. I should say, uh, Dallas Cowboys draft guide is out here. Uh, Cowboys with the pick twenty four right now in uh, in the in the draft. So round one. Um, so by the way, so just go through their twenty twenty two draft picks. Mm-hmm. Round one, twenty fourth overall. Round two, fifty six overall. Round three, eighty eighth overall. Round four, one twenty nine. Round five, one fifty five. Round five, one sixty seven. Round five, one seventy six. Round five, one seventy eight. <laughs> round six, one ninety three. 
So that's what they're looking at in terms of picks. In the past, when you talk about the Cowboys hitting at 24, Calvin Hill, 1969, running back from Yale. Mm-hmm. 1992, by the way, Calvin Hill on a Super Bowl team. Great uh, dude, too, man. Great dude, by the way. Yes, great person. Great for Grant Hill's daddy. Mm-hmm. As far as you, you basketball fans out there, uh, Grant Hill was on the call. This weekend oh, for when, the uh, Final Four. You mean when uh, Duke took that uh, took that L? That huh? L. We mm. watched his head coach's career get ended by uh, mm. by the arch rival. Hate to see it, as they say. You know, his dad wanted him to go to Carolina. And, I heard that story. Yeah. And, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I when I used to do NBC Sports Radio, I would always ask the Duke guys when I would have them on. Uh, first off, I was telling them that I'm a Carolina fan. Mm-hmm. Got to represent. Uh, Got to represent. We, we feel sorry for you. And <laughs> so, that, the, that was the great icebreaker because then it became a personal petty battle. Oh, yeah. It was oh, a very yeah. much Open them up. <laughs> and so I would ask guys like him and Leitner, you pick Duke, but who finished number two? Mm. And, and inevitably, every time it was Carolina. So they, so they got respect for Carolina. It ain't like they just, oh, that school ain't nothing. They got respect. It's just no, he so they, they just Coach K just ended up winning out. And yep. So, <laughs> so what did you say, Bean? What, 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 what dart did you throw there? I said they had deeper pockets. That's true. Oh, you mean like Zion, who mm. all of a sudden you, Bill Self was offering a hundred grand in a house, and he just ended up at Duke mm-hmm. for free? Somebody mm-hmm. got paid. Mm. I ain't going to say no names, though. So, uh, yes, Calvin Hill, number 24, 1969, uh, number 24, 1992, Robert Jones from East Carolina, uh, played on three Super Bowl teams. Okay. Uh, his son, Zay Jones, is, is, a, is playing a player in the league today. Uh, 2010, Des Bryant yeah. out of Oklahoma State was number 24. The last five picks at number 24 of the draft, 2021, Najee Harris of the Steelers. Solid pick. Uh, 2020 for the Saints, they took Cesar Ruiz, uh, offensive lineman out of Michigan. Yeah. He is playing now for them. Uh, 2019, run, uh, running back Josh Jacobs went to the Raiders out of okay. Alabama. Playing well over there. Uh, 2018, the Panthers took receiver DJ Moore out of Maryland. He just got a good bunch of money. Good, good football player. And and here's your bust. In, in 2017, the Raiders taking Gary and Conley out of Ohio State. So The corner? Was he the corner? Yeah, he's the corner out there. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, right now we're seeing that there, there's talent here. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing I keep keep kind of want Cowboy fans to understand is, look, you're 24. There's going to be some talent. Oh, yeah. You're okay? going to some boys You're, you're going to have an opportunity to take a good play. Like Frederick was, what, a third? It was like a 30? 31. 31. 31. So, I mean, you, you can find some cats out there. I mean, where, where was, uh, you know, they passed on T.J. Watt. And then, you know, <laughs> so, I mean, you you go, you can get a player, okay? Taco. Right? There, there are misses every year in the first round. So, so Cowboy fan, you're going to be able to get yourself a, a good football player. Now, looking here at the uh, – by the way, I mean, the, what's in this this uh, uh, Star magazine with the picks and just going through the players? I mean, you really need to pick it up here, especially oh, if you have a tremendous read. Up. It's a great read, but they've got the Cowboys taking the center out of um, Iowa. Out of Iowa. Yeah. And, 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 and let me tell you, uh, whew, whew, if that happens, Linderbaum, does, does that give you chills? Oh. Oh. I mean, we saw oh. how important Frederick was to this offensive line, how great it was. When you have a guy who can be the quarterback of your offensive line, get everybody situated in the right spots, I mean, it's game-changing, not only for protection, but for your running back as well. So if this guy, Linderbaum, is as, as hyped up as they say he's going to be, I mean, if he falls down there and we ended up getting him, I mean, 
And, and this is David Hellman, who also works here at uh, DallasCowboys.com. Shout out to D. Hellman. Yeah, D. Hellman. So that's where he's got. He's got the Cowboys taking Tyler Lindenbaum. And uh, his write-up, he says, even after losses, uh, after losing a few big games on their board, uh, big names on their board, the Cowboys still wind up with a wonderful choice between Linderbaum, Texas A&M's Kenyon Green, or Boston College uh, guard Zion Johnson. I lean toward Linderbaum, who could go a long way towards anchoring the middle of this offensive line. When the Cowboys' offensive line was thought to be the best in the league, you had Travis Frederick in the center. You so did. you had a great Pro Bowl center along with a Hall of Fame left tackle in, in, in Tyron Smith and a Hall of Fame guard in Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. But you do need your middle solidified. Uh, you were a young man, but many years ago, after Mark Stepnoski left the Cowboys and went to the Oilers, they tried to plug in a kid named Clay Shriver. Chris Beam, you may remember Clay. Nice guy, too small. It was too small. Too light. He ain't have enough bricks in his pocket, huh? And and it was just a it was a problem. Yeah. And and to me, that's where I look at just just you, you really need to go back here, solidify your middle, and because if you if you can solidify that middle, it's just important. It's because it gives you it gives your quarterback an opportunity to step up. I mean, look, I mean, Dak Prescott is athletic enough that where if he got edge pressure coming, he can step up in that pocket and he can wheel and deal and make things happen. He can elude the pressure. But when you got guys right in your face from the snap, either getting bullying over our guard or bullying over our center, it makes things extremely hard, especially at that quarterback position. You know from your time playing, the first thing you've got to do is try to win the division. You got to. And you look within the division. And from a defensive standpoint, you know, you got a Fletcher Cox who's going to be back there in Philadelphia, and you, you, they've got some big boys over there in Washington. New York got, got some pieces as well. So you need to solidify your middle. And if you have aspirations of winning a Super Bowl, well, you're going to have to go through the Rams and Aaron Donald. Mm. You're going to have to go through the Buccaneers. Mm. They got people up there. They got cats out they've there. They've got guys who can, can so so to me, I, I if this were the case for the Cowboys, I would do cartwheels and tell you, you know what, man, what an outstanding opportunity here to get uh, Linder Bomber. And even if you get uh, Kenyon Green. But Jerry's talked about them solidifying the offensive line. It's no secret that they need to go ahead and do that. We'll see what they do. I know a lot of people are all about a wide receiver. I'm sorry. And it's a deep wide receiver class. Like I feel like you can get guys later on, you know, third, fourth. You got a couple fifth rounds. You can second get, round. Second round. I mean, you, you, the receiver class is deep and it's loaded with speed. So, so you're good on a receiver. Offensive line is where we get. We, we got to solidify this thing. We got to get this thing right. Game is one in the trenches, man. It is. We, and we witnessed it, the playoff game, the most important game last year. What happened? We lost in the trenches, both offensively and defensively. We got punched in the mouth and could never recover from that. So you got to solidify these trenches. When the Cowboys were at their best, you know, during this 2010s and, and all that good stuff, they had a great offensive line. You know, it started to get old, a little wear and tear on those tires. So you got to juice it up a little bit. We're not better to do it than, uh, than the draft since they don't want to go out in free agency. They don't want to get the, the trade. So now it's supposed to solidify it in the draft. It, it's an option. It's an option. But I, I look at, you know, if you want to talk about the best receivers in the game right now, I mean, we just saw Cooper Cup come up with historic. Yeah, fourth his, round? Third round. Third round yeah. But, you know, come up with historic season. Uh, Devontae Adams. Now the highest-paid wide receiver in the game. Deserving. Well, well, actually, I'm sorry. He's the second-highest-paid receiver. He got the highest contract when they gave it to him. They got the Dolphins gave Tyreek Hill. More. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> Devontae Adams, second-round pick out of Fresno State. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, fifth-round pick out of Oklahoma State. D Hop. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, D Hop was a first-round. Oh, he was a first-round. He was a first-round okay. pick out of Clemson. Stephon Diggs was a second-round. That's round what pick. I was thinking. Okay. So, so we. So when I tell people, you can find these guys. 
in, in different rounds. It's pretty funny. I, now I'm looking at David Hellman's uh, mock draft here in, in, in uh, the Star Magazine. He's got the, he's got the Packers taking a first round wide receiver. Yeah. When that first time in, it, they don't do that. They that's, don't. Yeah. That's not what they do. It's <laughs> not what I mean. I would I would I would hope they would for the sake of of Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. this is not normally what they do. They their philosophy is not to take a wide receiver in the first round. They they just don't do that. They so. got to do something. They get, I mean, their number one option right now is, I think, what, Tunyon? And he's coming off of ACL? I mean, I, <laughs> Lazard ain't re-signed yet. They lost Vaquez Scatling. So, so, so I just look at this as a, for the Cowboys, be it defensive or offensive line, that's to me where they've got to go. you got to beef up. Go right here, see what it is you can do, and, and improve your team, team that way. I'm a big proponent of the center. I just think center play matters. It's huge identifying blitzes, making sure everybody's on the same page, where the line is sliding. And, you know, miscommunications can happen a lot on the offensive line. They all got to be as a, a cohesive unit out there. And what we've seen ever since, you know, Frederick was, you know, happened to have his illness and had to step away from the game, it's just been a lot of confusion. We've been, you know, plugging and playing guys here and there, and sometimes they haven't stepped up to the to where they need to be at. And right now we need to get that solidified. If they want to move forward and be this team that, you know, a lot of us think they can be because they have the talent. You know, skill position, they have the talent. It's just, can we get these trenches in order? And right now, I think that's the biggest issue for this Cowboys team going forward. And I can't emphasize this enough, especially as the Cowboys get ready to start their offseason workouts on the 18th of April. How does Josh Ball get better? Their fourth-round pick they took out of Marshall. And I know some people are down on Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach, but I'll also come back into this. Joe Philbin's also the person who's the uh, offensive line coach when when you saw Terrence Steele make the jump and get better. Very true. Can they do this one more time? Uh, Can they hit on another draft pick? Uh, A guy you played with, Doug Free, fourth-round pick out of uh, uh, Northern Illinois. a long time here. Worked his way up here Mm -hmm. and and to become a a starting tackle. So – he needed ball needed to get some strength. He dealt with some injuries last year, but that's this is where you hope if you're the Cowboys internally, you can make your football team better. Yeah, I, I, if, I think we both can agree. There's a lot of pressure. There's going to be a lot of pressure on this coaching staff and a lot of these players this year to get the job done. And I think hopefully McCarthy's taking that right approach. I mean, we've seen he he skipped out on the the floater. I gotta get I gotta get in the lab. I gotta do the. It's going to be a lot of pressure on these guys to hit in a draft and these players to go out there and execute and in these coaches to make sure they're all held accountable and they plan it and they're putting them in the best opportunity to win. See if you can't get Will McClay down here. I know it's tough. This is his yeah, busy time. This is his busy time, but yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call see if we can get him on. I would just, I would love to know, hey, who are some guys that you're looking for for that next jump? Because they spent a lot of draft capital on defense last year. Mm-hmm. Where are some of these guys at and what can you look to and how can they improve? Because we look so much at, hey, you know, you need to go get this guy. You need to go get that guy. Who can improve? Can Jabril Cox improve? Mm. You know, how does it in that the linebacker spot? You know, what about the corners you took? How they improve now mm. knowing what goes through a full season, what to look for, understanding what technique's all about. That was something, you know, as a safety yep. that you had to understand the speed of the game and it the technique. A lot different, yeah. How do these guys get better? That to me is where I don't think fans talk about enough. Yeah. Because you just it's like the new toy. They want that new toy. Right. But you know, Terrence Still was a guy when I was out at camp. In California, you could see the guy was getting better. Mm. And he went out and showed it. Sean McEwen, the tight end. You could see he was a guy who was out there at camp getting better. So 
I don't think sometimes fans want to give the Cowboys enough credit for not only drafting but developing. That's so you can only draft a guy. Yeah. Can you develop the player to where they can become a I contributor? And look no further than Dalton Schultz is that type of player. Dak agree. Prescott, that kind of player. I would so, agree. so if they do that, then maybe once again this approach people are complaining yeah. about. Maybe maybe you'll feel a little bit better here. And, and I don't say that to just pump a bunch of sunshine or. There's a proven track record of what they're doing. Yeah. And while the Rams made made it work by saying, forget these picks, let's go out here and pay people, the Cowboys approach has been done by other teams in the league. Because they used to do I mean early nineties, they were they were doing that kind of a Rams type approach. You know, yeah. bringing in Haley, you know, bringing in Dion. Well, that was a trade. Well, see, yeah. Haley was a trade, and yeah. it was a it was a great trade. Because um, Charles apparently urinated on someone's car. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and Bill and I Wall said, I had enough. I believe every bit and of it. And so they got him for a song. <laughs> and they felt like we needed this veteran here to get us over the. Yeah. And, it, and it worked. And it worked, man. And it worked. You know, but Dion came after they'd already won two mm-hmm. Super Bowls. Defensive player of the year, too. So, 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 yeah. But, but they've. But a lot of the stuff that Jimmy had and what they did, a lot of those guys were, were homegrown dudes. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of them were. So. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. Real, real hey, quick. Yeah. Get, uh, right. I'm reading through this. Did you ever? Yeah, I know you don't drink all, all like that, but you ever had a chance to sip some of that? Um, what was it eight? That, that that Troy Aikman, his new light beer that no, came out. No, I don't, I don't. I don't drink. I think somebody said they're gonna send me a case of it. So if I get it, I'll bring it to I mean, you. Bring it. Send it to your boy. If I end up getting, yes, yeah, I get that boy, case of beer. Right? I'll send it to you. I think somebody at the station may have already snatched that <sighs> case of beer. I knew we don't drink. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. If you, so, if you if you come across, just you know, go ahead and toss yeah. it over to your boy. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> and maybe I'll uh, see if we can get you some for those sports videographers. You gotta watch out for them. <laughs> The, the, the late hours they Noah, come to. Sure. Noah probably swiped it from you. <laughs> Noah doesn't drink either, so oh, okay. so, so yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll we'll see maybe. Oh, yeah, we'll see what can happen. Man. Couple <laughs> cans of eight. Hey, come on, let me slide on that eight real quick. All right, we'll see. Barry Church, no doubt. <laughs> Chris B. Maybe you need to make a call, get him in here on the on the on the players' lounge. Yeah, yeah. So tell him yeah, to you know? break some of that 90, 90 mil he just got up off of there, man. <laughs> Jeez. Talk to him about it. Yeah, so bring 90, some eight. Making ninety we'll talk mil. Some you, sports. There you go. Ninety mil. You don't need to be up yeah. here. You don't need to be up here doing no podcasts. Okay. <laughs> just slide the eight our way, man. That's right, it, Troy. Right. That's you know, all we these guys are trying to do. That. So, <laughs> you know, Eli and Peyton, man, you ain't seeing them on trying to do get up. They ain't doing that. that. Get up around the horn. We ain't doing that. You get a certain point time, like, don't, even right. ask, don't even ask. You want me to try to get that. him on? Yeah, yeah, try to get, try to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it out there. Throw it out there. Hey, I'm going to shoot up a DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you hey. next week. Players Lounge. <laughs> Goodbye. Later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!